I had a, I had a little bit different question uh, too. I want to ask you. Um, uh, I guess I'll just try to uh, summarize it a little bit because it was referring to a different text, and I know that probably not everyone has read it. But there was this part you're talking about quivering, and I've heard you tell this uh, once before, and I was, so I was hoping that maybe you could talk a bit again about quivering because you shared a really good story about that one time and how quivering, you know, I was I was really, really listening to some other things you were talking about before about how, um, um, you know, again, in Anishinaabe, there, there's not the same kind of un, um, this disjunct, you know, between ableism and, and disability, you know, and there, there's a really different way in which we relate and in which uh, we, you know, we carry you know, whatever we, uh, we, we, uh, we, we carry with us, you know, our burdens or, or I don't know if that's maybe the right word for it, but like, but there's a different way in which we don't have that, uh, that kind of um, 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 division, you know, uh, in, in the way in which we are kin uh, in, our, in our relations. So I was thinking about this text by Eli Clare and how, um, Eli Clare had uh, written this, uh, this really nice text. So if I mind, I'll just read a little bit to you. Okay. Yeah, they, so this is from Eli, Eli Clare and they say it's, the text is called Stolen Bodies, Reclaimed Bodies, Disability and Queerness. They say, the work of refiguring the world is often framed as the work of changing the material, external conditions of oppression. I could begin to embrace irrevocable, irrevocable difference, come to know the grace of my shaking hands, the rhythm of tremor and tensions in my muscles, the joy in my transgendered butch body, the sun on my back, a lover's hand on my belly. So I was thinking about that because they were talking about the story they were sharing in their essay was about um, their experience of uh, growing up uh, as queer and uh, trans with cerebral palsy and um, how this relationship with their lover uh, had a really beautiful reframing around their experience of him tremoring and, um, and how their lover had said to them like, that, they, that they said, uh, in a really validating way that their their tremors were um, desirous and, and pleasurable. Um, and so I thought it was a really beautiful uh, relational story that they, they shared in that way. And, and I wondered um, your thoughts, I guess, because I was, I was thinking of that when I was listening uh, to your words about uh, quivering and I was reading your text. Noah. I, it's, I, I was, I'm not sure where, I, what talk I was that, that um, Sebastian is referring to, but um, it, and I often will refrain from, from uh, discussing the, the moments when Nadeau really pierces through my, the hard shell of my rational thought. <laughs> And um, so, and uh, so, so, so there's always these two ways of being. There's the finite, my corporeal, right? And Sebastian talked about like now it's time to go home, and we, we, uh, we, we. So, you know, he's referring to that like 
if we were there in the dough world all the time, we would, we would not be able to function in our everyday corporeality. Like there would be no need to sleep or eat. We would die. <laughs> it's a relationship. Like both are present. Like I, I, there is a need for this rational thought. Like I do need to know, oh, I need to eat. I need to exercise. I need, uh, you know, so I, those are, those are valid. The, this, this embodiment uh, requires attention. So I, I, it's not, we can't live in one or the other, like we're, it's completely interdependent. And uh, <clears throat> so um, one of the things that, uh, so when talk about the finite, my desires, my concerns, my, um, like, and, and the dull world, and how does it come to, how does it come to me? How do I know it's there? How is there? <laughs> And uh, so my mom, she would often describe that. She'd say, like, there isn't a, 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 um, the English language is insufficient to really articulate it. Or uh, maybe any language is, any, any verbal or written language, I'm not certain. But we can, you know, like I heard people say, well, we can't speak about those things as though it's disallowed. I don't believe it's disallowed. <laughs> It's just impossible. <laughs> but we can certainly circulate around it. And we can, we can um, even though it slips away, we can, we can still have a discussion that's meaningful and impactful, right? That, are, that, we're, we're, that it's actually has tangible um, effects in our day-to-day in our -day lives. Uh, <clears throat> but one of the things is because our our rational so we're so embedded there were so ingrained in a rational thinking that uh, of logic that does not make sense it's easy for us to say somebody says something we think is foolish why is it foolish because it doesn't make sense because the, because one and one does not add up to two like they would say they, they're they're it's a it's a false argument it's a it's a it's a weak argument or it's um so, but, you know, like from my, from my childhood, you know, Anishinaabe, they, they didn't have to have that logical correspondence. Now, more and more so, because we're forced to go to Western, uh, to take Western education. So our children are becoming more and more inculcated in this way of thinking. Even this English language has a, a structure that is forming my, my way of being in the world. The rules of the, the grammatical rules are, are impede my being in the world and, 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 it, and it's my expectations of the world and of others. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, so it's difficult to pierce through that rational thought at times. So, so one of, some, some of the things that I would uh, always is uh, like my mother would say, one of the closest things is intuition, right? You're, you're driving down a street or driving down somewhere and all of a sudden somebody comes to mind, you know, a friend or family member, whatever. And, and you think, oh, you know, I should go and see them. But then, you know, and I would say that that's, it's like tuition. It's like the um, knowing, the infinite. So that person might be, maybe that person's not thinking about you, like intellectually, but they're Nadeau knowing that aspect of them, that infinity, that infinite 
aspect of them is somehow calling to you and you've received it maybe because you're just you're uh you're driving and you're kind of not thinking and you're you've let your intellectual guard down so then all of a sudden this this image comes to mind and this person or something but then quickly you're you might you know you might uh revel in that for a moment oh yeah that, that's you know a great friend i should see them but then uh, right away you're finite your corporeal concerns come in you say ah okay yeah, you know i don't have time for that i gotta go to the bank i gotta do this i gotta do that and then she, she go about your business and you think i'll put it in the back burner i'll do it later and then you find out later that person has died or that person is in need somewhere and and you could have been there for them but 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 you allowed your corporeal uh finite concerns uh push that aside so that's that, that the the dough knowing and i and i my uh belief is it's in imbued in everything it's it's like the air you breathe it's an aspect of all of us the diff the difference between uh uh original peoples turtle island i don't know about other uh um people from uh, indigenous people from around the world i only know what's here and uh i know not a lot of shnaba and haudenosaunee friends they they have a real similar um beliefs and i i, I believe it's too weak a uh, term you know but it's uh just say that because we all know what that means but it's it's not belief sounds as though it, it might not be true or it's that's not enough evidence to us it's a certainty it's it's uh it's something we know that's it it's a knowledge um and but us we just you know because we're so caught up in our other things right that are you know as our scholarly work or whatever it is an artist uh that and we're caught up in these western logics that uh denigrate these other kinds of knowing it undervalues it undermines it says that's the paranormal that's mysticism that's uh you know like that uh, something that we shouldn't be discussing as as valid um <clears throat> So I, therefore, I don't often talk about that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, like, uh, like Sebastian and I and other indigenous people, we talk about that all the time <laughs> because we know it's real, but we also know historically we've been, uh, ostracized and, and, uh, incarcerated for, for this knowledge. Um, <clears throat> And as for the uh, disability, like thinking of, um, like I, I didn't know, know what a disability, I was quite old. Like I, I had a grandfather, he was paralyzed on one side from polio. And, you know, so we grew up knowing that and I, I didn't even notice, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> and uh, that, you know, it's just, that's, that was him. That's all, that's, you know, I didn't, and, um, I know I was talking to someone, you know, we we're talking about our, our parentage and I was discussing that my grandfather and I said, you know, like go some of his, you know, that he was, uh, or just that's, you know, like rolling cigarettes. I said, well, my grandfather could roll cigarettes with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, oh, how did he do? Oh, oh yeah. Well, he was paralyzed on one side, you know? And, uh, 
and um so they they told me gee i'm really sorry you you got um i'm really sorry i was like confused why are you sorry and they said because you have a family member who's disabled and i said i was just uh, dumbfounded i was like who who's disabled because <laughs> we did not see you know so you know we use that language that english terminology um say oh there's disability oh they have a disability you know but uh, like i didn't understand him as being disabled he was an extraordinary man that's what you know so um th that difference is is understood as uh, as as a, a ability like having so he understood the world in ways that i couldn't possibly know it and then and you know and, and he shared that with us and uh so we we didn't see him as lacking or having a, a, we understood him with 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 reverence because he had knowledge that we couldn't possibly have and so he had he and in that sense he had nido uh, access to nido ways of knowing that we that we didn't have oh i hope that was answered what you're <laughs> miigwech now is yeah. that... <laughs> that was a, that was a wonderful teaching miigwech